0: Hello, everyone. This is Carmen and Moises. Welcome to Yoga Burn. Yoga Burn. So, the title of today's podcast is Kung Fu. Is <laughs> Kung Fu? How do you come up with that with that name? I mean, with that idea. Kung Fu. No, it's why. What is the purpose of doing harder poses? Kung Fu. And has nothing to do with Kung Fu. I mean, it's like, you just, I tell you the title and then you just make up your own title in your head. That's what happens to my mind. It, hap- it happens. Yeah,
1: you're like, that's what woo, happens. Do woo,
0: woo, woo. Okay. you juga poses. Kung Fu? Woo. So that's probably, that's, that's what your mind you went to when you were doing it. It's All right, very obvious. This is something, this is actually something that... Are
1: people still complaining about that? Mm, I, I
0: thought think, it was done. I think it, less, I think we were done with this. I think it's less now than it used to be. I because, I mean,
1: back when, when you started, it was very prevalent. Yeah. Like, nobody wanted to do any kind of hard poses in your class, in a class. So you had to practice at home Yeah. to do whatever you wanted to do.
0: And you had to, you know, because the question is, what is the point? So you had to justify... Oh, back I mean, when you had to. You had to justify You really, why. really had to. I think...
1: I thought we were modern people now.
0: I think this is like everything else it's all a trend. Again. And so the pendulum will swing the other way oh. and then it will go back to that the way it was. And mark my words. Ooh. That's that's what's gonna happen.
1: So where are we now?
0: Now we're actually going from tolerating or you know, or just endorsing yeah great everyone can do whatever they want to it's starting already to look not that going back to the not that cool anymore
1: oh my god
0: no 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 it's it's true it's true because now you're like oh yeah you're just you're so flexible you're so strong and you're just showing off or my god you know like the reasons and then you know the what they're going to tell you the reasons why you should not do it it changes over time because back when it was that's not a real yogi. Like oh. a real yogi is someone who reads the
1: Yoga Sutras, the sutras of Patanjali
0: and the books and the sacred texts, mm. and someone who just practices Nyanya Yoga and you and just devote yourself.
1: You start eating pizza. <laughs> you
0: know, you know. It well. Nom
1: nom, nom nom yoga. <laughs> no, nyanya, nyanya. Yeah. Nyanya, nyanya.
0: Someone who devouts their life to yes. you know, meditation yes. and breath work, those people. withdrawal of the senses, yes. all those things, your yamas and niyamas yes. and all that. Nice. So that had nothing to do with a strong asana practice. Yes. And now it's going in that direction to me a little bit in, in the mm. sense of, no, but you shouldn't, you know, encourage others to perhaps do that because so. maybe it's not safe Or maybe it's not, So what you're
1: saying is that... (laughs)
0: Let's see, let's see, let's see. (laughs) Oh my God. Your face, if people could see your face right now, they'd be like, Moise is about to say something something very dumb or very crazy. I don't know.
1: So what you're saying... Okay,
0: okay, let's see, let's see. Is that
1: the super yogis... Okay. Went through a phase of non-judgment where they allowed you to do whatever the fuck you wanted meaning whatever poses you want to do, no? And now they're going back to a face of judgment, saying you should not do these poses.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, in a way, yes.
1: So it has nothing to do with you.
0: Uh, it's it's actually, it has nothing to do with me. It's true. Like I've been teaching, the you know, I mean, my teaching evolves, but I've been teaching, my, in essence, so many things that are the same, you know? And... It, I'm always in awe at how much things change, how people perceive what I teach differently, you know, and how, how different it is now than it was five years ago, or 10 years ago, 15 years ago, 20 years ago. It's, it's very interesting to, to see that, you know. But undoubtedly, I, I think there is uh, a need to be perhaps healthier, you know, um, that you want your practice to um, to be part of your life and to keep you motivated and to keep you happy and to fulfill you in a certain way.
1: But, I mean, yeah. I, we, we've said that before, us at least, not talking to all these people, <laughs> but talking to you and I. Like the, It seems to me or us, I don't know if I'm speaking but both of us or just me, but it seems to me at least that the purpose of the yoga practice, the asana practice, is not exactly the same than the one they were talking about in the books, right, in the yoga books. Right. So it, yeah. se- it seemed like it seemed like they, they had all the yoga poses ready f- to keep your body steady, meditating 18 hours a day, and meditation is what got you to all the nirvana, samadhi places, right? Right. We have come in and we have adopted yoga With, I mean, on the one side, you have the whole commercial aspect and blah, 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 and we don't like it, obviously. But on the other hand, you have brought some kind of depth. I mean, somebody can think of their life as more than just the shopping part, right? Right. And it comes through a practice on a mat, which is nice. Right. And also that it has come in to help you stay healthier, for example. Would you think it's a very lofty goal? I mean... I don't think there could be anybody could say that there can be anything wrong with you wanting to keep your body healthier, period, right?
0: right? Yeah. So
1: the the practice has to evolve, and if the way for the practice to evolve in order to keep you healthy, er, is to actually do harder things in the in the practice, like doing a harder poses. How, how do you know that is not the way, right? Because what it seems, I don't know if that is what we are all going towards or i'm just making this thing in my mind but <laughs> it seems to me that the human body works better if you stress it a little bit right so your <laughs> body if you work out too much and you just destroy yourself you're going to get injured you're going to get blah, blah, blah. but if you like practice you do workout you like sweat you know i mean you you're active and you stress your body in small amounts, the body reacts, the body gets stronger. Yeah. The body gets more flexible. The body gets better. So then the mind is the same way. If you're just like dull and doing nothing, but if you do something that challenges you, if you do something that is a bit hard or new, if you have a problem, a project, a task or something, a goal that you get yourself to, or if you go through some kind of emotional um, challenge to some extent, like a doubting yourself or have to think about yourself or right. having like a personal moral dilemma or da, da, da if you get too much of all, any of those things you get crushed mentally physically emotionally it's bad and you have like trauma you have to recover from that crap but if you have a little bit of all those things it seems to be healthy like a, you grow up like more more better <laughs>
0: No, it's it's actually it's actually true. Like oh. if you're sitting, take you know, sitting down on your sofa all day, like I'm gonna take care of myself. I'm not gonna do anything. I'm not going to walk or exercise or just you know, I, I'm just doing nothing at all. Uh, undoubtedly, yes. You're gonna die. No, I mean. <laughs> like By Wednesday morning, you're you're. you're Maybe Your, mu- your muscles and you know your whole body responds to that stress that that we, that you were talking about, and so it's it's important to, you know, keep yourself somewhat challenged, and so and and that challenge also, I mean, it doesn't have to be something particularly hard. Like you know, it could be just a simple mental challenge, a mental challenge of stepping on your mat four times a week, right? So that's already a challenge in itself for many 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 people and you know something that when you overcome that and you practice for 30 45 minutes you're like I did it I, I did this week I practice all four days it's amazing and then you it just creates you know in your mind and, and in your in yourself it just creates a different feeling in, in within you and so it doesn't have to be Necessarily, just one very hard pose no, that you've no. seen. That you know, it can be just the habit itself. That it could be, you know, the challenging thing to have. Which to me, I think it's definitely one of the most difficult parts of of the practice. Because a lot of times people disregard the physical practice. Yeah, they and, say, and they don't have one. <laughs> and I'm like, and I'm like, oh wow, it's just so amazing. It's like me talking about oh. This car is crap and I don't know anything about vehicles, you know, automobiles. I, I don't know Automobile. anything like cause this is like crap and this is crap. And I'm like, I, I don't know anything what I'm talking about and why should I disregard that in such a way? I mean, and many, I, I you have no idea how many people I've encountered like, but why do you practice so much? And why do you do this? There's, there's no point in that. And. I'm like, well, do you? How many times a week do you practice? No, I I don't have an asana practice. I don't, and I'm like, so then why are you even in this conversation? I mean, what is what is the point of it? You know, it just it doesn't make any sense to have it. But you know, it's to each to each your own. You know, it just.
1: I th- I I want to think that the whole idea of. Uh, asana or no asana or on or heart, it has to do more with the effort that you have to put in. I mean, if you just come in and it costs you almost nothing to do the asanas, you're wasting your time.
0: <laughs> I mean, if you
1: come in and uh, you're so flexible that you don't feel anything when you go back or you do those, you know, um you're wasting your time. I mean, your body's not going to reward you for doing something that it costs them nothing at all. I mean, the whole idea of making a little effort. Maybe what these people actually feel the most effort is challenging themselves morally emotionally mentally right so they say this is yoga because for them where they feel the effort is in those areas i'm um, or and and or and they don't feel the effort when they do asanas or they don't want to do Either they don't want to put the effort to actually feel any kind of stress when they do the asana, because it's too much work, right? So, I don't know if it's because they are gifted or lazy, but one of those two extremes. I mean, when they go, it gets, because, I mean, you've done this for too many times, right? With too many people, we've seen the result that doing a physical yoga practice makes or gives to people. You get somebody, you make them practice for an hour or one hour, whatever, and when they finish, people feel clean. Mm -hmm. Right? I mean, that is not something that, any other practice seems to be giving you and but not everybody gets the feeling either
0: yeah so it's, true. it's
1: a question of is the thing working for you or not yeah that is one of the things because I I think you should do what works for you but on the other hand leave whatever they help people to do whatever the fuck they want
0: yeah to me that, that what you were saying the whole effort part it's it's very important because it it helps you at least to me, it helps me so much to be more grounded and it humbles you down, no doubt. You know, what if you have a lot of success and you have a lot of students in every class and, you know, and then there's, like, there's no reality check of any kind. Nobody telling you, look, come down to earth. Mm-hmm. This, this is it. And from the very beginning, to me, that was very important to just be as grounded as, as I could when I was practicing because I saw so many people that were very delusional, whether it's like the physical practice, for instance, like, I can almost do this pose. And then you were like, wow, you're so, like, not... You're almost is so far from hmm. what I would say almost is, right? Or, you know, somebody that would just... Blab and talk so much about the ancient texts or something, and they feel so pompous and and so that and so holy, and um, so. When I was very early in, in my yoga journey, I wanted to have something that will keep me, you know, that would have like this kind of a stick a check. and and tell me no, no. Just, like, listen. Don't don't be stupid. (laughs) Listen, listen. Don't be stupid. Listen and pay attention and be a good person and be humble and just don't be so full of shit. and Don't be so full of yourself. And that simple idea of uh, harder physical practice always helped me so much. And it always helps... um, to build a certain atmosphere in the class, a cleaner atmosphere when you're teaching. You know, When people are confronting a certain situation, like a certain pose or something that is challenging emotionally or mentally or physically for them, then when they overcome that, or they start to overcome that, then there's, they come out, to, they come out the, other, the other end just so more like themselves, Like they have removed layers of, you know, of masks that they may may Mm -hmm. wear throughout the day, and they come out the other end and they look more like themselves, you know. And they after
1: the try, you mean
0: after the try after they make an effort after they make an effort succeed or fail. They just look more connected to their inner selves, if that makes sense. You know, when
1: um, is it because they succeed or because they fail or just because they try?
0: I think because they really tried they gave it the best the best try uh, and I mean if you are a good teacher I think will I would a good teacher will give something that they can accomplish a small token they can accomplish today like something slightly
1: you know, above what they think they can do
0: yeah. So it's just it's a little bit difficult, but not so difficult that it is impossible. And you know, it just physically, you know, not just mentally. They're like, oh, I cannot do this, but also physically, it's just even dangerous right? to mm-hmm. to do that. Yeah. But but um, you know, some something in in that direction, you can definitely hint that today. And to me, that was very important. Not to mention the mental aspect of. the uh, you know, of trying to do something new, something a little bit different yeah. um, every day, or every day that I practice. Because when you when you continue to practice for so many years, the more the most difficult part is to stay motivated and to keep yourself somewhat happy. You know, and to do that every day. Yes, you you can remind yourself. I'm, I'm alive, I'm healthy, I have friends, I have family, I have people that love me, but um, on the other hand, that is, yeah, you also want something that, uh, you want to try something a little bit different today, something that it is unique to this day, like some, something that I'm going to do today that I didn't do yesterday, you know, or I didn't try yesterday, and something that I may you not know, try tomorrow, just something that it makes today special. And, and then, you think
1: a hard pose in a in a yoga class will do that for you?
0: That that could do that. That could do that. Or I mean, I'm talking about my, my practice. Yeah, yeah, yeah and, that's I, what I'm and I dedicate just and it could be something I did five days ago, you know, but not exactly yesterday, you know, not exactly. So it just it stands out. It's different than than the the days that are, the days around that day to today, you know. Um, So I always try to keep, you know, like I always say, a few minutes to just play around with whatever it is that I want to work on on that day. And, you know, sometimes it goes well, sometimes many times it doesn't go well, but it's it's just so refreshing. And for the brain, I think it's also very interesting to trying to figure out a problem. You know, Mm -hmm. it's like, imagine you have, have like like you were saying, you have a problem and you're like, you're trying to solve that problem. And your brain is trying to tackle it in from different angles. And how about if we try this? How about if we try that? And it just becomes this interesting, this project. that is just so interesting to try to solve. And you're trying to really see, can I tackle this? Can I? And for me, that's also very fascinating, like, so when I so I, I can solve it. So when I teach it, if it's a pose that is a little bit more challenging or more out of reach, but can I teach something that is going in that direction and is just you know it has like similar range of motion and similar mobility, similar things, similar factors, and that is equally fascinating. Like trying to figure out another simple. I don't want to say simplification because it's not uh, an intermediate you know,
1: step to get there. An
0: intermediate step, yeah you know, and and it's it's just you're on your way there, but figuring out, I think it's brilliant, like when you have a pose that is very challenging and someone can figure out something, you know, an intermediate step that is just very accessible, to me it's like, you know, explosion, explosion right there, you know, it's like when we were studying computer science and then the, the guy, that the teacher that we had that was so brilliant. He was so smart. I, I always I will say this because I'm always, I'm still, you know, it's still engraving my mind. And he would say, no. The solution to the problem was like, and he would write down, literally in two lines of coding, what took me like a whole page. <laughs> and I'm like, my God, this guy is a freaking genius. Like, how can you be so intelligent? You solve a problem in two lines that took me like, Forty lines of coding, and he, and he always he was always like the simplest, the shortest solution is always the you know the smartest and, and the best one that you can you know like if you can solve it in one line, why solving it in twelve? And I'm like, you're absolutely right. Like <laughs> this is just terrible, you know.
1: But so the because there's there's a couple of differences between the the challenges that you have when you do a yoga practice and something like that because. The amazing thing is that if you try in a pose that is hard or like a challenging and stuff, you may not be ready today.
0: <laughs> so yeah.
1: you may work today towards the pose and the chances of you doing the pose today are zero. Because you need to build more flexibility, more strength, more balance, more coordination. You need to learn the technique or the yeah, the 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 step by step, the how do you do the steps. How do you move the weight from here to there? And then what what yeah. part part of the body do you engage? Mm-hmm. So you don't even know how to get there. <clears throat> but the, the, there's so many good psychological lessons to learn from trying. Like, even if it's just keep trying. Like, keep, continue to learn, continue to work on this thing, even if today you cannot, right? Like, that persistence... It's gonna get in your brain as, as a virtue actually yeah. can you keep working on something that you know that today you have no chance of getting yeah that is a freaking amazing lesson to learn
0: yes absolutely you're absolutely right because
1: they say it's like not spiritual and stuff the pose may not be spiritual in your terms but the all the psychological process that goes around you trying that thing is there's no other word by by but spiritual if you think about it also you have the whole idea of the amount of fears that could come up if you try an to pose that you deem as hard. Like people, some people, I don't know, but I've met enough people. Some people think that they're going to break their neck. Some people think they're going to break their shoulder. Some people think they're going to break their whatever. So, I mean, if I try this, I think like my insert part of the body is going to fly out. And, uh, and the amount of fears you have that putting yourself in a situation of doing the hard pose is going to bring up.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Giving you the chance to release the bloody fear and clean yourself psychologically and stuff. Again, another very good spiritual thing to do. Right. Do you
0: know You're what abso- I mean? Absolutely right. You're absolutely right. And
1: then, I mean, and the other thing is that <clears throat> I keep trying and 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 nothing is working. Nothing is working. Nothing is working. But you know this is what you should do, 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 do. like being able to stop, take a step back, stop going down the road that you were going, be humble enough to switch and start down a different road, that is the amount of humility it takes to actually eat your ego and say, I may be wrong. Because I mean, if, if you absolutely. do a pose, you're
0: absolutely right. No, you, it's you do true. a pose.
1: You do a pose for like a, you try today, and in three minutes you have it. <laughs> you have learned shit. But you try to do a pose for a year, and you cannot get the pose done, a whole year. And somebody comes in and says, "I would try to do it this way." Your ego gets in the way. I say, "No, impossible. I could not be that wrong that I have invested a year of my time to actually go down the wrong path. It's impossible, right?" When the answer may be to actually take the step back and start working a different set of skills to actually get to the bloody pose. Yeah. If you pick a pose that is hard enough, you're gonna have all these experiences of life that nothing else is gonna give you on the mat.
0: It's absolutely. So these judgmental yogis
1: are fucking clueless.
0: Yeah. I say. (laughs) No, it's it's actually you actually made some very very good points. It's exactly that like. You know confronting so many fears we've met when we teach so many people i mean handstands is probably at the top of the list right of of fear that people have you know when they they try jump. To go and jump in a handstand and they can you know they don't know how to fall or they're afraid of they're gonna hurt their wrist or neck or shoulder or whatever and they don't know how. you know it's just it's such a, such a mental battle more so than than physical because I mean, sometimes you meet students that are, are, do not have the strength, the physical strength to support themselves with their arms. But many times, the majority of times, that's not the case. Nope. The reason why they cannot do it is more mental uh, than anything else. And that's just one one example. There's just many others, like you know, like dropping from standing into a wheel position. Like people are like so afraid of going back or chin stand, scorpion. You know, chin scorpion. Like balancing, like oh my god, I don't know it's like my neck. Is it going to be? How many people
1: have asked you, "Help me, help me, help me," because they see somebody else do it, and when they get to do it, they freak out.
0: Yeah, they, they they freak out, or and and it's actually like that one that back bend is just it's so related to your nervous system and how you control because you know your your head is and your neck you're bending it so much so close to your brain that your brain is thinking oh my god what is what is happening I mean just be careful you know so it's just a lot of things a lot of mental chatter that goes on in your mind when you when you're doing those those poses so you can calm down and you can control that and you can release those fears you can do so many things you just it's an invitation that you have, you know, from from the asana to just release all those things and to help you let those go, you know, and drop those. So yeah, it's it's definitely to me it feels very very deep, you know. It's a, a the word spiritual. It just it's so used overused right now. Yeah, that it's just it has kind of lost a lot of meaning, you know spiritual, now everything is this spiritual, spiritual this, spiritual that, so but it's it's very profound it's a very profound experience Good when word. you're when you're you know, when when you can overcome and like you're saying, you know so many times you're just stuck in your ways and, and then you try to um, you know, like one example the whole one arm handstand <sighs> journey it's always, oh, I feel like it's oh. Been exactly like that. You just go one way and then you're like, oh no, I have been going the wrong way for all these months. The last three months at least. Wow. I just, and then you can either continue to bang yourself against the wall or say, I just, I, I mean, I wasted. It. It's not that I really wasted. I just, I realized that this, this is not the route that I want to take. So I spent three months down that path. Okay. But at least I realized. So now it's time to go and find another route, this other route, and just see what happens. So it's just very, it's very humbling. And in a society that everything is given to you so quickly and just instantaneously, like, you know, from news to everything that you have to, at the tip of your finger. So this is just so the Amazon counter, <laughs> counterintuitive. It's just so opposite. mm mm-hmm. To what, we're, to what we're used to.
1: You're pursuing something that will not be instantaneous and that is part of the charm of yeah. the experience that is going to take you a while to get it.
0: Yeah. So it's, it's not So like, you're a masochist. It's not... Mm, I don't think it's a masochist. You're just, you just en- enjoy um, the process of... You have to really like the process of... Being so challenging, and investigation, investigation, and uh, being in the process of doing it—that's what you have to like, because once you get it, or you somehow, somewhat uh, get it, then you're gonna. There's all, another thing that you can do, and there's another challenge, there's another thing, and then it, it will be like another, you know, thing for your brain to start to work on and consider and, and talk about, uh, or you know, and think about. So it's never-ending. It's not, it's not just this pose. It can be forever.
1: That is very yogic. You know, There's the whole gunas. I guess the Rajas guna, it says like uh, you have a project and you pursue something blindly, like uh, completely focused on something. And when you achieve it, you get that little sattva moment when you have to get another one. And so you go from project to project to project to project, like getting new ones, because you need new ones. Because your happiness depends on getting the new ones. Da, da, da. But then... This... Like the dukkha and the sukha. Like the... Yeah. The being equidistant to the experiences of life. Like... And that only comes from the moment. You have to enjoy every single bloody moment. You have to enjoy the work that you have to put in. The effort that you're feeling. The investigation that you go through. The realization when you go like... Shit, I wasted down this path that the amount of information that the wrong path gave me.
0: Right? Yes, for example. Absolutely.
1: And then when 100%. you achieve something, you have to allow yourself to be happy in that moment. It's like, oh, I achieved a milestone. Because I, I mean, when you go from zero to whatever post, you're going to hit certain milestones in the way. You cannot say, oh my God, I hit a milestone, but I am still so far away. You're whining.
0: <laughs> yeah. It's, it's true.
1: Be happy for hitting the milestone. So... Be happy in the process of advancing and the investigation and the effort and all the stress you put in. Little stress, as we said, or that is my theory. Little stress is very good. Be happy when you hit the milestone. Be happy for that day that say, oh, my God, I did it. And then I still have like five months of work ahead of me. Fantastic. But I hit this milestone. And then when I went down the wrong path and everything, I realized it. And I took the step back. And I learned from the experience. And I said, I'm wiser today than I was yesterday. And, exp- and uh, like, value that as well. And then keep going. So you need to value every experience that the practice and pursuing the hard post is giving you. It's fucking yogic. Is yogic AF? Yeah.
0: it's, it's, it's very, AF. It's very true. It's, it's, it's very true. You have to... Um, and also, I mean, I think you also get to know your body both you know brain nervous system body itself a lot better when you're putting yourself in those situations you're know, like oh my body likes to do this or this is its coping mechanism when i tend to do this this hard move or this hard moves so it's it's very interesting to also see cuz it's almost like you're an outside observant of what's happening in your body or at least I am so you just look at yourself like wow this is this is how I like to cope with this hmm. you know this is how my body likes to do you know I don't know you're doing your hands are like oh this this is how the, this shoulder you pushes shoulder this, yeah. like you know because every, every side when you do your hands and or the one arm is just so so different And like, wow, this is interesting how this shoulder does this or this shoulder does that. Or when you're doing, I don't know, you're trying to put your leg behind the head and, you know, you're trying to one side, one hip, and then the other hip. And it's like, wow, this is very interesting. Like, this is how this hip does it and this is how this other hip does it. And it's not right or wrong. They just have their own technique, you know. And they may look, even look similar on the outside, but how you feel it on the inside is very, very, very different many times. So that also gives information about you, you know, and it gives you that feeling of happiness that you're knowing yourself, you know, that you're getting to know yourself a little bit more. Now, do you want to get to know yourself a little bit more not or really, not? not
1: really. <laughs> Probably not.
0: But that, that's that's another another topic. But if you do, it's it's one it's one way to find out, you know, to find out more yeah. about you, you know, the, the way the way you are. But yeah, do you like do you like to do like no like so? Um, but do you like those challenges to just put yourself in that um, situation in those situations or not?
1: Yeah, I I mean I've always I've done that with life. I mean I mean the way. I I have always liked to make big changes in my life like leaving my country right when I when we live we left our country we moved to another country to live or when I changed jobs changed cities or changed career to some extent like 7 years ago we I left that other job I went to another one then we moved to Hawaii then we were, So I I'm not sure how healthy that thing is but I I understand the idea of challenge the
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So the, but it has been always like that. I've always liked to get to a place where I felt extremely challenged, like a jumping into the pool and see what happens, kind of thing. And I mean, I could think it more or less, but usually the situation I was getting myself into was so hard that I did not have the answers. I loved to do that. I really, really liked it.
0: I think it's exactly like that when you, when you do poses you know like some hard poses like you don't have the answer for that and you're at least I like to put myself in the situations and those situations and just just see how I react and how I resolve that situation that problem In you know so maybe you do it with not you know None of the asana, through, through through the asana but you, you like you like to do it that way and I think it's just definitely you know something to to think about when next time that you practice a tougher pose or something, like, it's not just about that pose. It's just, there's just so many other elements around it that you may not even consider, you know, for me, the consistency is, you know, a very important element, a very important aspect because to really know what you're talking about, to really know how to teach do you really know about, you know, what, what your craft is? You need you, hours. You, you need hours. You do. You do. So whatever gives you, you know, those hours, you whatever, need time, you need time. whatever then, yeah. then if you need like one, a couple of new poses every day or a couple of things to try every day or something to just keep yourself always eager to learn, eager to know more, et cetera, then do it. You know, it's, it's very more so than just doing the same poses, the same things over and over and over and over and then your mind gets dull and you just get unmotivated and you teach always the same things and you're like, when you're depressed or in a bad mood or sad or you stop teaching and it's, it's all a spiral down. Mm -hmm. But, you know, maybe if you caught that early on, then you could have, you know, reverse that spiral and just turn it upwards and, you know, just by doing some small adjustments yeah. like, like that. Or, or big
1: adjustments. I mean, you're you're down a path of your yoga style, right? And it has hard poses, but you cannot get them. And you try and you cannot get them. And you try and you cannot get them. So you hit a plateau. And we have seen that too many times.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And you're trying the hard poses, but you're trying the hard poses in a way that is giving you no chance of getting them. And that is a complete an absolute ego battle at that point. Do you stay in this world that you have invested so much to make you feel like you have not wasted your time, but you're stuck, or you take a step back and find another style, another teacher, another way of doing things that maybe is going to get you unstuck, for example.
0: Yeah, it's it's true. It's So
1: even, even around the idea of the hard poses, even styles that actually give it besides yours, it is how you go and try to do them or not. I mean, the, you could be, your relationship with hard poses doesn't have to be just a couple of years. I mean, it could be a whole lifelong relationship with that because you became associated with a style that asks you for those poses, which we know which one it is, right? And it's not going to get you very far unless you can do it on your own. So it is intriguing.
0: It it really it really is it really is. I want. I feel like I wanted to say oh, something something else, but something I, I really forgot. Something really important. That you, when you were talking, I didn't want so, to interrupt you.
1: the secret of life oh, is. Oh no, I know. Wait, and wait, wait, we're wait, done wait, now. Bye bye, bye bye, no. everybody.
0: <laughs> I know. I I, I knew that. Mm, linking to what you were saying that it's um, because you know your your body also also fluctu- fluctuates and changes all the time. So some. Maybe some months or some days you can do this pose, or some you know some years, and then you stop doing those, and then you try again, and you fail, and you achieve it, and then you lose it again, and then you just kind of you're in that roller coaster of yes, no, yes, no, and that also. um,
1: Do you think think that happens to people besides you? Yes. Okay. Good. No doubt. So you have talked about. Do you have no. to talk about this with other people?
0: No, no doubt. I mean, okay. when you have an injury.
1: Okay. And
0: then, uh, you know, all of a sudden you cannot do, you know, an arm balance because your okay. wrist, you had uh, whatever injury in your wrist, for instance. Because right? what happens with your practice? It doesn't practice. have to be something incredibly hard. It can be, you know, yeah. something that you w- were taking for granted before. Okay. And so that is also such a revelatory experience or you practice
1: more hours you practice less hours so you can get the pose done or not yeah because i mean what happens in your case i believe is that you keep changing so much the practice i mean you keep adding more components even if it's like you practice so many hours and i've been doing this for so long but that practice has evolved i think a lot so when you add a new component to the practice it changes the way the body moves and then things that were working one day don't work yeah. today. And things that you could not do before, you can do now. I mean, yeah. it's not like you have lost only. Yeah. I mean, You have gained in some areas and you have now the body balances out or, and uh, works worse in other moves, which is amazing to watch. Right?
0: Yeah, it's an adaptation for yeah. sure. Like It's, it's adapting to like the, what I ask from it. So some, some things I've gained and some things I've lost. It's amazing. You know? And it's just, it's just the way it is. And Then I may get those back, or I may not. But it's just you know, and you have to kind of go with that flow as well, and you have to go with that. And that also people people have a hard time with that. They get very stuck. And I used to do this pose or this poses, and yeah. I want to do this no matter what. And I'm gonna play I'm tennis like, then. I'm like, yeah, okay, I, I don't I don't know what to tell you. And keep so yeah. What well, you have to tell is keep flexibility, going. Flexibility. It's also and that. I mean, yes, I would love to do that as well, but, you know, maybe not. Maybe I cannot do it. So, you know, just that flexibility is taught over time. You know, that mental flexibility of just, ah, yes, no, whatever, it's fine. I keep going, I keep trying. Just keep going. You know, it's not... So that, that idea, that idea, and the idea of, like what you were saying, like knowing when to regress and when to make a, like... People have a very hard time doing poses that they feel is beneath them. And it's, you know, using props or using the wall, you know, to do like something that they can do without a wall or using a prop when they're not, you know, like it took me a long time to get rid of the strap or to get rid of the block here. So why would I go back to it? It seems like I'm just going backwards when in reality, it's that is going to help you to just launch yourself in it. again once more, right? But it's knowing when to regress. That's also an something art. that an art and something that not many people are very attached to. Oftentimes, yep. you know, and they they don't know that that ego battle is also playing in there. So it just like I said, like we said, it was just it's so many components. Mental and emotional, besides the physicality of the practice of a hard pose, that is just one thing that you may see, but it's just so many, many more elements around it that make it so fascinating. So, yeah, all right, good. You want to say something more? Goodbye, (laughs) (laughs) goodbye. All right, so it was a good talk. Good talk, good talk, good talk, people. Good talk. 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 All right, so thank you guys for listening. This is Carmen. And Moises. And listen to Yoga Burn. Burn. See you next time. Bye. Bye.